0: Hi, Mom, and welcome to the first ever Smiling Homeschooler podcast. We want to remind you of the joys of homeschooling, family, and being a mom. Most of all, we want to help you and your kids smile again. I'm Ben, and I want to welcome you to today's show and introduce my dad, Todd Wilson, who is sure to remind you of what matters most. On today's show, we're going to be talking about easing back into school. So without wasting any more time, here's my dad.
1: Well, thanks, Ben. Uh, This is our very first uh, podcast for the Smiling Homeschooler. We're super, super excited, but it hasn't been easy. Um, I'm sitting here in Ben and his wife Rissa's house, um, which I can look out the window and see our house, which we're about 75 y- yards between us. Um, but my internet has been out for almost two weeks, and we're going crazy here. But hopefully, in two days, when this comes out, the internet should be back on. So we're doing this is our very first podcast. Um, I know Ben's a little nervous, and I just uh, a little bit about me. If you've never heard heard of me or heard heard me speak, my name's Todd Wilson. Um, we have eight children. I'm married to my wife Debbie. Uh, we live in Northern Indiana, and I live right next, as I said, right next to Ben. And uh, Ben, tell us, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself.
0: Well, um, I'm uh, have a wife as you might have heard from Dad, uh, Rissa. And we have a daughter named Renly, and she's a year and a half old. Uh, and we are actually expecting number two here, coming in January. So it's uh, that's super exciting. We're loving that. So we're you know busy and tired a lot, and uh, it's really really fun. Uh, we uh, like I said, we uh, me and Rissa have been married uh, three years, and that's been wonderful. Uh, and thankfully, both you know, as obviously Dad lives next door, our families are close by. Her family is as well. I uh, work in marketing right now. Um and uh, yeah and you were homeschooled
1: all the way through
0: right did high school and even college I did uh, uh, I went through at the time it was uh, college plus which is uh, basically homeschool your way through high school in a way I guess you could say and then uh, me and Rissa were both homeschooled all the way from the beginning which was an awesome experience and. You know, we weren't totally ruined, hopefully, so we'll see.
1: Uh, Well, we're going to talk about that because we probably did ruin in some areas that hopefully don't show too badly. Well, we're going to talk today about easing back into uh, school uh, because, you know, we've had the summer off and and really, I don't even know how to... Easing back into the school year is kind of like easing into a root canal. You know, it's just not easy no matter what you do. Um, But... And I'll, I'll just, I'm just going to put it right on the table that I hate this time of year. I hate going back to school, not because I hate doing homeschooling. I love homeschooling. I just hate that the whole world changes, that it just feels like a big record scratch, you know, that, zzzz, uh, on the record that just says summer's over. Now we've got to get back down to business. And I don't want to get down to business. In fact, I get bothered when I'm walking through the Walmart aisles and I see the back to school The back to school posters like at the 4th of July. Um, in fact, we were just, I was just in Walmart and I saw that they already have some of their Halloween candy out. And this is just like putting me over the edge. Um, and you know, what's really sad is that we're starting so much earlier than we used to. I mean, I just remember, I don't know when we used to start when I was a kid. I think it was some like somewhere like in November. I don't, but now it just feels like we just keep pushing that back. Earlier and earlier and earlier, where it used to be the middle of August, and I used to get incensed about that. Now they're talking about starting the 1st of August, and what makes me even sadder is that homeschoolers are starting that early too, because we feel so much pressure. Now I will say that I, you know, I do kind of get a little bit of fond memories when we're talking about going back to school. I mean, I can sm, I can remember those first smells of starting in elementary school, and I was public schooled, so you know, a little different than a homeschooler. And I remember getting my little art box list, and I had to get a little, you know, craft box that had, you know, a some a picture of some big pencils and scissors on the outside and then i had to fill it with a pinky racer you know a couple number two pencils a ruler a protractor we had to get our gym shoes you know your scissors and your glue and all those important things and and that was kind of fun you know now i don't know what they put in their boxes now probably like a ipod earbuds and mace uh, but it, things have changed um but you know uh and i'm sure your kids have these these feelings as well and, and ben in fact you know you were homeschooled so what were what are your like your your thoughts or your memories of starting up school
0: usually a really high uh excitement level that lasted for a very short amount of time uh it was like the peak of a mountain probably you know For some reason, we always were not saying it was all horrible, but we were excited. You know, we'd get similar stuff where we'd have like our little cubby where we'd fill it up with uh, all of our books and new notebooks and stuff like that. And we would think it was so cool until we actually had to start using it all and, you know, actually start the school side of things. But things like I remember we always had the, uh, those, uh, they're like those rubber things that go on a pencil so you can hold your pencil the right direction i remember we'd always especially use those because he was left-handed so he had to have something weird to be able to write or whatever it was uh and we'd get all the different usually we'd try to talk you know get some weird scissors or some super pointless you know giant box of erasers or something like that but usually it was uh you know we were all gung-ho until we were like two days in and then then we didn't want to do it anymore
1: which is kind of like, uh, even the teachers feel that way. I know my wife, every year, she's like a horse in the starting gate. She gets really, really excited. She thinks, this is going to be the best year ever. She's got all her curriculum. She's drawn out her schedule. And, you know, it falls apart um, shortly after. And usually uh, usually that first afternoon, I come up from my basement office. Now my office is across the street, at, or across the yard at Ben's house. You, um, but... Uh, uh, I usually come up and I see my wife sitting in this green chair. Uh, and we don't have the green chair anymore, but in my mind's eye, the green chair is still there. And it's in our living room, and my wife is staring vacantly out the window. And I'm like, honey, so how'd school go today? And usually her answer is pointless, you know, because she. She gets all excited and then it all falls apart. You know, when we first started this homeschooling journey, um, we were like a lot of you, you know, we, we envisioned this, you know, this beautiful thing, this wonderful thing. We envisioned ourselves smiling all the time as we just frolicked through home education and we were going to learn together. Um, and I can remember we got, uh, you know, we did, we, we decided we, like everybody else, we decided we needed to make school like regular school, like we went, we needed to do it in our house. And so in my head, I pictured us getting a little wooden desk. And in fact, we got this, uh, this long, um, wooden kindergarten desk that my dad gave us. And, and I think it has two or three seats on each side and it has two, a couple drawers. And, uh, I can remember sanding the whole top down smooth and, and polyurethane, urethaning it and getting it all ready. And, uh, you know, we just envisioned this. This wonderful, wonderful thing. I just kind of pictured myself, you know, as the principal, which meant I wouldn't have to do anything. And, uh, uh, and I, I just thought I'd come home every day to my kids quietly reading all around the place. And, and I would come in and my wife would be cooking up something good and give me a big old kiss. And, and I knew that that was forever going to be changed when uh, I came home and I couldn't find my wife and she was in the closet and she was crying. And I thought, wow, this is gonna be different than I expected. In fact, what changed everything for us, and really the reason we're kind of doing the Smiling Homeschooler podcast, is because sometimes when we're doing school, we forget to smile. We forget about all the good stuff. And we get so wrapped up in the academics, we get so wrapped up in all the pressures that we forget what really, really matters. And so I remember when we first started homeschooling, we had all that, you know. And so in my head, that's how I pictured school to go like, that we'd have, you know, like an American flag we'd start every day. I pledge allegiance to the flag. Uh, and it would feel like what I did, you know, in the 70s, the starting school. And I can remember my wife and I were at the Indianapolis or the Indiana State Homeschool Convention in Indianapolis, and, uh, we were trying to pick out, you know, who we were going to listen to uh, for workshops. And I remember there was this one workshop by a guy named Bob Farewell. I didn't know, never heard of him, um, but I liked the title and it was how to have the best homeschool ever. And I'm like, yeah, that's what we want. We want the best homeschool ever. And so we went and I remember sitting in his classroom and he had, uh, kind of a burr haircut that was white, white hair and a big white walrus mustache. And, he said, now, the first thing you do when you ha- you start your homeschool, he says, you need to get rid of your wooden desk. And I'm like, get rid of the wooden desk. Uh, and he said, what you need is a great big couch. And then you need to read books on this couch. And you need to experience life with your children. And then he went on for about, I don't know how long, maybe an hour, I guess, I'm talking about all the things that they had learned as a family and the uh, joy of being together as a family. And when I was all done, I'm like, that's what I want. I want that for my family. And moms, that's why I'm talking to you right now. And I should say this is primarily moms um, because I just got an email from a dad today who said, how come you're leaving out the dads? Why do you keep addressing it to moms? You know, like we're the only moms are the only one who homeschool. Dads, if you're a dad out listening right now, you know you're you're in the minority. I applaud you, but you're kind of uh, you're one in you know a hundred. Um, so I'm going to talk to moms because moms are the ones who need to smile. Because dad, if you're listening, you're you don't feel like you're doing a bad job. You're already smiling. You're thinking you're doing an awesome job. Um, there's not a mom who's listening right now who doesn't feel like she's failing. Um, so I just want to encourage you to smile during this homeschool year. I want you to enjoy it. And so I just want to encourage you for this year. I want this to be the best homeschool year ever. I want I want Bob Farewell to speak through me as I speak to you and I kind of take up the mantle to tell you how to have the best homeschool year ever. And it's not about all those things that you've that you're planning as your, your school year begins. So here we go. We're just kind of going to ease into the school year. This is kind of like my little advice to, um, as we begin this, sh- this year and, and, and again, as, as this comes out, this is the very first podcast. It's coming out on, uh, August the 8th. Um, again, some people have already started school. Uh, you decide, you decide who, when you get to start school. So what I'm going to encourage you to do is hold back the school engine, you know. Slow it down, resist the pressure. You don't have to copy anybody else. Just because your best friend is starting school or has started school, or she maybe she's starting next week, doesn't mean you have to start school. Just because the school system around you is starting right away or they already started, it doesn't mean you need to start. Just because your mother or mother-in-law is giving you all this great advice of how everybody else seems to be starting, you don't need to start. You start when you feel like starting. If you need a couple more weeks, if you need another month, then start in another month and don't feel guilty. Okay, so hold back. Number two, even though these aren't really numbered, you need to have realistic expectations on how your school year is going to start. Because here's the deal. Your school year here is going to stink when you start. You know, you're going to blow it. Your kids are going to cry. You're going to get upset. You all may cry. You're going to threaten to quit homeschooling. You may even end up in the green chair and go, it's pointless. pointless. And that's okay. You know, other people feel the same way. In fact, most homeschooling moms feel that way. So kind of lower your expectations. Know that it's going to be a little rough when you go in. It may be a lot rough. You know, don't throw it out. Just plug away, regroup, and start again. And here's what you need. I, I, I wish Ben, we could figure out a way to, to make something. And, I, and maybe uh, his brother Sam, who's an animator, could. We need like a smile barometer. You know, um, that that kind of, you know, something you could put up on your uh, uh, wall that when everything's going good, <laughs> the smile barometer smiles. And when it starts to frowny face, you'll know that you're kind of getting out of whack. And really, maybe God's already given a smile barometer it's because he's put it on your kids faces and he's put it on your face. So you need to remember that your kids matter. Your curriculum doesn't matter. Your plan doesn't matter. What others think doesn't matter. What you think you should get done—it doesn't matter. What matters is your children and the relationship that you're having, that you're experiencing with your children, as you get to spend time with them as you home educate them. Um, So, so if their little barometer faces start to cry, that is a sign from God that you've forgotten what matters. You know, if you feel like you're going to cry, you've forgotten what matters and you need to pull back, regroup. And once you're smiling again, that means you're kind of in a, you're in the sweet spot. Okay. So, uh, you know, have realistic expectations, uh, check the smiling barometer and then don't sweat the planning. You know, the thing is, uh, my wife, you know, she makes this whole big plan and then it, as Ben said, you know, the second day it doesn't quite work quite as well. Things get a little harder. Um, my wife, she'll make those, you know, 15 second increments of uh, how she's going to put it all together. kind of stuff. It's probably just not going to work out like you think it's going to work out. It's going to, you're going to need to tweak it. Um, don't be thrown by that. In fact, you know, maybe you just hold off on planning altogether. You know, just make a loose plan and then just see how it goes. Uh, In fact, uh, you know, uh, I I was a landscaper and I went to Purdue University. And uh, when I first got there, you know, I noticed that there were a lot of sidewalks everywhere. And they had these sidewalks that went from building to building to building. But there were also a lot of dirt paths that you could tell that the majority of people went. Um, in fact, as I learned landscaping, they said, hey, when you come to a big area, one of the ways you can best plan is to not put in your uh, uh, sidewalks first, but let the people kind of walk around until they have worn a path, and then you put a path where they have traveled. You know, maybe that's kind of like how you plan your homeschooling. You kind of let, you know, see how it goes, and then you adjust it according to the, To the way it has flowed that day you know or for the first week you know maybe you find out that the kids are all tired by a certain time or maybe that that you don't need so much time but if you spent all that time in planning you feel like you're married to the plan and you care more about the plan than your kids or the relationship with your kids and you're like well we're not going to change anything because this is the way it's going to work let me just encourage you uh to to relax on your planning um and then really lastly Um, squeeze out all the summer you possibly can squeeze out. You know, if you can, uh, get a little bit more out of summer, maybe, uh, uh, you know, plan one more event. Or maybe sit down with your kids and and say, what did you want to accomplish this summer that we haven't done? And, uh, and then go do it. Maybe they'll say, well, you know, we we said we were going to go on that big bike ride and we never went. Or maybe we, we're going to get ice cream and we never got ice cream. I'll tell you the most important thing you can do is more important than your sentence diagramming, which you should toss anyway, or your, you know, your whatever you're going to cover and, and do the important things, the important things that they'll remember forever. Because, you know, what I'd like to have my kids remember is not that I taught them a lot of things or that their mom taught them a lot of things, uh, but, that they had the best time ever, that we had a great time being together as a family. In fact, that kind of leads me to my first guest on the show. Now, my first guest is not actually here sitting beside me. I wish she was because it's my wife, my wife, Debbie, who's been homeschooling, um, for, I don't know, however long Ben's been out of school. Years or Ben's, something like that. You know, and so we've been doing it for a long time. And, uh, uh, but I, here's the, my wife doesn't want to talk. She didn't want to talk on this, so I'm going to have to go track her down. Um, In fact, I may have to coerce her uh, either to come over here or I may have to take the mic over there. So I'm going to go get her right now. Okay, I made it over here, and I've got my wife cornered down. I'm going to ask her just a couple questions. Um, She's not very perky right now because she's mad at me because she's doing this. Um, But, Debbie, uh, you uh, were up in the schoolroom yesterday. What would you do?
2: Well, after um, carrying load after load after load up the steps, blocking me from the schoolroom, I tried to clean up and put away all the mess we had left from the last day of school, which was in May sometime, and I hadn't entered that area since, so I had to first deal with all that mess and then spent the rest of the afternoon trying to put away, clean up, and organize so that I can even possibly think about this coming year.
1: Okay, so today is, when this comes out, it's August the 8th. Um, I would really like you to start school like in November, Um, but when are you thinking about starting?
2: I don't know. Late August, probably.
1: (laughs) Hopefully I can push her back a little bit. Um, Last, Debbie, is, I know I screw this up every time I say it, but um, you kind of came up with a motto. Uh, I don't know, maybe two years ago, um, and it just made so much sense to me. I think it's amazing. Uh, would you tell the moms listening, what, your, what is the motto?
2: Well, I don't really think of it as a motto, but just that if we learn a little and we laugh a little, we will have accomplished a lot each day of school.
1: And what does that mean?
2: It means some days I don't feel like they learn anything, and it's a big waste of time for all of us, but they are learning a little here and there and it's the little here and there that adds up to a lot eventually and sometimes i forget to laugh and we forget to have any fun with it so that's just as important as the learning part so as long as we learn a little and laugh a little i feel like over time that will add up to accomplishing a whole lot
1: that's awesome and i'm gonna sign off from here before she punches me and She told me to shut up too. <laughs> we'll go back to the studio now. Well, there you have it. I mean, that's my wife's motto. Um, you know, if we learn a little bit and laugh a little bit, we'll have accomplished a lot, which is a is an amazing thing. And she's so right on. I mean, she has so much wisdom, and you know, again, the the emotions will be there. It's, I know it's it's going to sting for her too, but I'm going to remind her. Because she's going to forget what her motto is. She's going to forget, you know, again, because I ask her a lot, how did it go? Oh, it was terrible. We didn't learn anything. Let me say, you learned a little bit. You laughed a little bit. You accomplished a lot. Well, we're just about out of time. Let me just say that we're having, a, uh, this, this comes out on our big Facebook, uh, party that we're having today. Um, but we have a couple more days of uh of of giveaways. We have some great prizes that we're giving away. We've got lots of our books. You can win Lies Homeschooling Moms Believe, Lies Teens Believe Homeschool Teens Believe, the 365 Day Homeschooling Mom. Um we're giving away the homeschooling experiment. Uh, how to be a great wife even though you homeschool. And some other, the audio, uh, CD, which is awesome. This we believe is really the four things that we really, really believe about homeschooling that is guaranteed to make you smile. Um, but our grand prize is a a full year of the newest teaching textbooks curriculum for the entire family. I'm telling you, this is an awesome prize that the the good folks at uh, Teaching Textbooks are donating. Um, And that means if you have like 12 kids, all 12 kids get it for the entire year. Um, That's an amazing program. And I'll tell you right up front, it is the program that we have used for lots of our kids um and we love it we love teaching textbooks it is made uh not only our kids smile but it helps us smile so whether you're a math person or not a math person uh teaching textbooks will guide your your child through whatever math course they're going, we're ta- they're taking and it will talk them through the each problem and uh it's an amazing amazing uh uh, uh, program. Uh, hey, one more thing before I let you go. Um, uh, my my daughter told me yesterday, uh, daughter Catherine. And by the way, she's at Disney World right now, uh, having a really good time. And if she happens to be listening, Catherine, we all hate you because you're having a really good time at their happiest place in the world. In fact, uh, Catherine just sent me a picture today of, her, of some of her arriving pictures, and I was showing her sister Maggie who's 14, and Maggie's like, I don't want to look. And I'm like, Maggie, come on, go. I don't want to look. I'm like, Maggie, you have to look. But she didn't want to because she felt like her sister was in a better place than she was. Um, but Catherine last night had mentioned that um, uh, that there was a post going around, uh, hashtag the homeschool room. And it's these beautiful bed, bath, and beyond type pictures of these gorgeous homeschool rooms that look like no one's ever been in them, um, but they're immaculately done. And, and when m- my wife saw those, she goes, there's no way. That's not what our homeschool room looks like. And uh, she took a picture of our homeschool room, and I thought, uh, because it was her idea, she, I thought, we should have a hashtag real homeschool room. Um, and so I'd like to see... Um, some of your homeschool rooms, the real homeschool rooms, um, that are filled with junk and books and kids and messes because that's how our homeschool room looks like. Um, I'd like you to post it over our Facebook page and encourage a lot of homeschooling moms, uh, who maybe think are under the delusion that everybody else's room looks like a pottery barn homeschool room, which is just not true. Well, hey, thanks for listening to our uh, very first podcast. Um, we hope you'll share it with others, and I'm sure Ben's going to say some things at the end and tell you what else you can do. Um, have a great week. Go over to our Facebook page. Make sure you like it and, and see if you can win one of those uh, uh, prizes or share it and uh, get the opportunity to win and in a full year of the newest Teaching Textbooks curriculum for the entire family. So uh, we'll see you next time, and don't forget to smile.
0: Thanks for joining us, mom. And whether you're starting school soon or postponing it a bit, I hope you have a great week of being with your children because what you do makes a difference and what you experience today is God's best. Don't forget to like us over on Facebook and Instagram as well as sign up for our weekly newsletter. But whatever you do, be real. Join us next week and keep smiling.